0: Hello morning, hello day, feel like the sun is shining a little brighter today. Well welcome to the Remnant Godcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this program. We're so happy that you're here and uh, I will tell you it's been one of those weeks uh, just unbelievable what's going on here in the United States as we had the debates and I'm sorry that we haven't been able to be live a little bit more often but uh, unfortunately I've been out there and so I wanted to do a couple of shows this week we're going to be doing today where I'm going to go through some of the things from the debate and uh, kind of break down some of what we saw there's been a psychological warfare campaign against the American people as usual and we're finding out that a lot of the things that happened during the first presidential debate were uh, debate were in fact planned, so they were they were planned, and uh, unfortunately, um, there was a you know a, a litany of things that um, Chris Wallace had prepared that he was going to act as a block, basically, for Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden, and really uh, you know protect him from uh, President Trump and his strategy, which was really to come out swinging and discombobulate uh, Joe Biden. Now, I realize that a lot of people think. President Trump did not perform well in the debate, and, you know, I, I don't think it's really affected his base. And uh, honestly, the polls are showing that President Trump won and that he also is doing better after the debate. But despite that, we've heard a lot of negativity, even from people on the conservative side, and I get that. But uh, there has not been a major influx of people to the Democrat side either. I think people uh, saw that Joe Biden was heavily coached. He looked almost dependent. Uh, Some people are saying that they think he had some type of wire device. We can't confirm that, but that sure would make sense in looking at his performance. And he kept looking down. It seems like he had something literally up his sleeve. Uh, On top of that, um, you know, Joe Biden like I said, it was, it was fake. It didn't really come across as authentic or that he was really talking from his heart. It seemed like he was being coached by somebody behind the scenes. And the question is, who is that behind the scenes? That's the big question, isn't it? Who is the one that's pulling the strings on Joe Biden? Well, we know it's the deep state, it's China, it's uh, those that wanna push forward the globalist agenda. And many people don't understand even what the globalist agenda is. So we'll get through some of those things today. But you know, I find it kind of um, ironic that Joe Biden... Did not condemn Antifa or BLM, uh, but instead the talk has been about white supremacists. Now, I, I just would ask you to do some research and find out the last time that there's been an issue or a problem with white supremacists burning down, looting the cities. Uh, doing any of the things that we've seen in the last many months. Uh, all the focus has been, of course, on the far left, Antifa, uh, which is basically similar to what uh, we've seen historically uh, in Germany and other countries when there was a communist revolution starting to take place. We know that the people that are pulling the strings are, in fact, pushing for a revolution. If you look at George Soros and what he did in Ukraine with the Orange Revolution, of course, what they did in Libya, uh, what they were able to do in the Arab Spring, and now they've brought that revolution here to the united states in the form of the purple revolution and so it 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 makes complete sense it's funded there's organizers and the mainstream media is definitely in the tank for the deep state and the democrats so president trump really was debating two people and i think that's where a lot of the frustration on our side is coming from but if you're an independent or you're a christian out there and you're listening to the show listen i am not a registered Republican. Many people don't realize that. Now, of course, I'm voting Republican. Of course, I'm voting Trump. And I'm going to be voting Republican all the way down because where the party is right now uh, compared to the far left radicals, uh, there's really no question. But, you know, historically, you know, I've not been a party person. I'm a pastor. I, I go for what's right according to the word of God. And I look at the platforms. and I look where they stand. Never in my lifetime have I seen a more radical stance of the far left than today. And I am definitely going to be working with Republicans as I have been for quite some time now, because my beliefs as a biblical worldview, uh, Bible loving and believing Christian uh, is much better able to align with the platform of the Republican Party versus the platform of the Democrats, which is anti-God, you know, take God out of everything, you know, science instead of God, uh, kill babies, you know, even up until birth. Uh, I mean, it's just gotten so incredibly radical Radical, and, you know, they're coming after our religious liberties and freedoms. They're coming after them hard. And I think we all need to take note and understand that we're at this very, and I say this often like a broken record, but that's because I mean it. I mean, literally we're at this, this crossroads, ladies and gentlemen, this crossroads moment where you know we have to make a decision and, and, and really look. And I know some people were turned off by the debate. I've talked to many people and people are always calling me and giving me their feedback. And I know some people didn't like the way President Trump performed. They didn't like the way he acted. Uh, but, but let me just implore you that if you sit home or you don't vote or you vote Joe Biden, you are literally voting for your own persecution. And so I can't tell you how important your vote is. I can't tell you how absolutely important it is that we get President Trump for a second term if we want to see the United States go forward as we've known it our whole lives, because we are in danger of a very, very dangerous uh, communist revolution, a communist insurgency that is now in our country, that's looking to destroy our country, that's looking to uh, literally eradicate our constitution, that's looking to take away our freedoms, our first amendment, our second amendment, and on and on. Just look, all you got to do is look at what's happening in you know the cities like uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco and the, the blue cities and states, Portland, uh, Chicago, where you see tyranny. You see tyranny, Mayor Littlefoot up there in Chicago, literally tyrannical. I mean, even when my friends went up there to lead worship, uh, you know, in that Let Us Worship uh, event with Sean Foyt, you know, the the authorities were told they can't do that. You know, that was one of the first places they really came into that type of opposition. And that's because these are tyrannical leaders. They don't like worship. They don't like church. It's funny though, uh, really not funny, but ironic where, you know, they don't seem to live by the same set of rules uh, you know, they don't care that you have to sit on an airplane right next to people with masks, and that's fine. Uh, but for whatever reason, they don't want you attending a church service. They don't care if the churches are closed down. And I'm surprised, but you know, not surprised, but surprised that the American church was so quick to allow our buildings to be shut down, so quick to embrace uh, these very tyrannical orders that were really not really law. They were just ordinances. And now we're having to you know, it's taking us time. Some places are slowly rescinding the mass orders. You know, we see Florida and Georgia and Tennessee and certain places, we you know they're kind of, kind of, but then the corporations, they're continuing to push the mass order. So it's really not freedom still, because if you want to go into a Costco or you want to go into, you know, a Kroger or these different places, you're going to be harassed by their employees because of the corporatocracy. Uh, where these corporate uh, you know, entities are, are still going to enforce the socialistic policies. And so even though uh, local officials may rescind the policy, it doesn't mean that we're not going to see the tyranny continue. And so we've got ourselves in a mess, ladies and gentlemen. We've got ourselves in a bad situation because now we've allowed this, and now we're going to have – when you take freedoms away, it's very hard to get them back. When you take freedoms away, it's very hard to get them back. So now we are in this position, and we're you know, less than 40 days from the election, and we have a very big decision to make. And I think they're going to stop allowing uh, people to register to vote pretty soon here. I think we've got a couple more days. And then, you know, people are already voting now, uh, putting in these mail-in votes. And unfortunately, there's going to be uh, quite a, a mess with these mail-in ballots because some states are saying you can count them all the way up until like December. So we're going to be seeing probably a big fight on our hands. We probably won't know. I don't want to speak that out because I'm really hoping it's not the case. But it just seems like it's going to be the case that we might not even know who the president of the United States is on election night, which we're used to knowing. And uh, I think that's very sad. I think that's very scary. I think it's very dangerous. We've already seen the social media companies and the uh, technocrats already threatening and saying that they're not going to allow President Trump to tweet out certain things. Luckily, we know President Trump does have uh, connections to us via text messages. We're hoping that he can go ahead and send out those text messages anyways. But uh, we need to hear from uh, the president. We need to hear from the administration. We need to hear from the patriots during that time. And so we're going to have our website going, uh, which is rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com, or toddcoconato.com, or the remnantnews.com or remnant.news, uh, or the thenotsosilentmajority.org. You can go to any of those websites and see what we're up to. Should they shut us down? Because there is a kill switch on Facebook that they're talking about. I would not be surprised if they tried to shut people like me down because they don't want me to talk. They don't want me to speak. They don't want me to question things. They're really trying to silence people like us. And so we need your prayers. And I will tell you, it's, the warfare has been intense, guys. It's been really, really intense. And uh, you know, there's times I don't even feel good. And uh, you know, I'm just pressing ahead. And asking the Lord for strength. And, uh, you know, I know that this is a spiritual battle. And I'm trying not to let the stress get to me. But it is very, very intense. And, um, you know, you should know that. And if you're engaged in this battle, then you do know that. You're probably dealing with family members and friends and different people that you're having to have very tough conversations with. And, you know, just like 2016, it's only gotten more polarized. More people are angry. More people are deceived, it seems like. Some people have, you know, woke up. And that's good. But there's many, many people that are still deceived, that are still believing the mainstream media, that think that Trump is some type of racist or he's some type of xenophobe or, you know, he's some type of uh, Russia collusion guy. When in reality, we just found out that it was Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, that actually uh, worked with the Russians and worked with Christopher Steele and worked with a known Russian asset uh, that was the source of the dossier, the now infamous dossier. And it was that dossier that started the spy campaign, the illegal spy campaign through the FISA court. And now we're finding out that was Russian. So the whole thing about Russian collusion with the president, that was actually drummed up by Russia. So they they don't want President Trump. Now it's apparent they don't want President Trump. Guess who they did want? They wanted Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, the one that sold them enriched uranium, the one that sold them, uh, you know, uranium one and, uh, you know, nuclear bombs that could hit us from Russia at any time could literally be given to them by us. They could be hitting us and destroying us with our own uranium, thanks to Hillary Clinton. Or how about China? How about China and their stealth technology and, uh, you know, the five, fifth generation aircraft that they have, which, by the way, they obtained from a server Dropbox, kind of like Hillary Clinton. So there's been treasonous people that have been in our country and many people are frustrated. They're like, why, when? You know, why don't we see justice? We'd like to see justice. We're not seeing justice. Well, I really believe that if we have a second term of Trump, we are going to see justice. I really believe that. And I actually wrote out um, many things that I believe are going to happen under a Trump presidency of a second term, which I feel is uh, something that God is really giving our country more time if we allow uh, these things to happen. So I wanted to go through some of those things today. I'm calling it the biggest story. Uh, of 2020 that has not been told. It's the biggest story never told. And uh, there's just a a couple of things that we'll discuss here. So number one, I feel like the president is actively working to end the foreign wars. I think that's obvious. Uh, The military industrial complex has been keeping us bogged down in foreign theaters of war for decades. We've known this. And uh, this is because they wanna feed their massive need to keep the petrodollar afloat, to keep the money pouring into the large defense contracting companies, to keep their special interest pocket-lined. Um, you know, we, we know they are being used to further the globalist agenda and the president understands this. He's dismantling the system and he's bringing the troops home and he's negotiating peace deals. He's ending the foreign wars and they're furious about it. They're absolutely furious about it and doing all they can attempt to stop this. Now I believe ultimately they will fail, but, uh, this is a big thing that the president has taken on. We, we remember that, uh, JFK was trying to do a similar thing and, uh, You know, there's been presidents in the past that have warned about the military-industrial complex, right? You guys have heard that. Uh, But this president is actually taking them on. He's one of the few, and thank you, Jesus, he's alive. We need to pray for his protection every single day. And he's bringing the troops home. He's ending the foreign wars. I think it's amazing, and I think we'll continue to see that trend in the second term. Uh, The president is also taking on big pharmacy, uh, big pharmaceutical companies, what we call big pharma. Now, as he taking them on, he knows they've been holding back on cures for major diseases. And uh, I'm talking about cancer, AIDS, different things like that. I think there's many, many options out there. But unfortunately, because of the billions of dollars that these companies rake in each year, they hold back on cures that could be uh, cost-effective and end the viruses and end the cancer. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a problem. And so we need to be praying for the president in the second term. I think we're going to see some uh, renaissance when it comes to the cures and real medical treatments, uh, some of these decades-old plagues. Uh, I believe many of them have been intentional. They've been intentional in order to keep the population controlled. They've also kept the cures from us because of their vaccines. Uh, not saying that they're all bad, the vaccines, but chemical medicines and treatments—they rake in the billions of dollars. Like I said, and uh, each year, these these pharmaceutical giants, you know, benefit greatly from these. Uh, you know, chemical drugs. And so a cost-effective cure like hydroxychloroquine isn't something that makes that much money. And they have become corrupt over the years. They've, they've used some of these diseases for population control and the president understands this. And that's what's going on here. He's going to start to expose these things, I believe, in greater detail during a second term and allow the information and the solutions to be, ready, be uh, readily available to the American people and, and even to the rest of the world because American innovation has helped the rest of the world so many times. And uh, once again, I believe that's going to be the case. Now, we know the swamp runs deep. It runs deep uh, You know, career politicians like Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know Chuck Schumer, uh, all these guys. Joe Biden, they've lined their pockets and become rich off the lobbyists and special interest money, and they're willingly and knowingly doing this to get rich while in power. They've committed acts of treason and sedition. And in doing these things they've all done this knowingly knowingly we got to make sure we, we put that word in there knowingly they are the swamp creatures on both sides of the aisle but uh, a lot more of course on the democrat side and in the second term president trump we believe the expose will be extensive it will be unprecedented i believe uh, that's where a lot of these indictments are you know behind the scenes i think everything's kind of been put in place and the blocks are going to start being removed similar to when jager hoover took on the communists and dissidents who tried to infiltrate our nation and the FBI in the nineteen twenties, I think, uh, like President Trump says, this will be huge. Um, you know, there's some new technologies, uh, economic renaissance period, I believe, that are very likely that people can be freed from the grasp of the deep, deep state. Um, you know, inventions, energy sources that are more reliable, free, uh, cheaper, things that have been withheld from the public for various reasons may become accessible. I think life's going to get better uh, under a second term President Trump. Um, The Fed could be dismantled. That's huge. The president's uh, most important and up to now pretty much a stealth mission is the takedown of the private Western central banking system. And the Fed has basically robbed and pillaged not only the American people with taxes and uh, all all, all types of just debt, uh, but the people of nations all around the world. And they've been doing this for decades. And so we believe it's time to take down the Federal Reserve, the central bankers, and to bring back the real money to the people. In other words, uh, you know, this is probably going to be one of its most daunting tasks, And uh, it's only been attempted by two presidents before, of course, one being JFK, the other being Jackson. President Trump will return the power to the people and back our currency by real money. I believe gold and silver once again. He's also bringing back jobs and manufacturing. He's negotiating better trade deals. He's constructing a new financial system as we prepare for this very important coming change. This will affect many aspects of our life and the world economy as a whole. And if he can accomplish this, Come on because the deep state have been planning their version of this a transfer to china and what they're calling the great reset but this president is actively pushing back against their evil plans that's why he goes to davos and lets them have it uh to the world economic forum and uh he's setting up a new system i believe that'll benefit americans and our national interests our security our military our economy as well as freedom-loving countries and allies around the world Um, You know, last thing I think he's going to do, you know, and and I'm just mentioning some today, there's many different things, uh, but taking down the cartels and the human trafficking networks, very, very important. The president has shown that slowly and methodically, he's able to dismantle these uh, networks, both at home and abroad. He understands that the cartels have been foot soldiers of the deep state. He understands that they've been working together in the deep state players to bring in drugs and human trafficking victims for decades. And these networks are basically actively being targeted and taken down by the military by the president, and we see uh, how this deep, um, you know, this deep system is being eradicated out there. And so many in the government have been working with the cartels, I believe many in the Democrat side, we call them the foot soldiers of the deep state, the cartels, and you know, just all you gotta do is think about fast and furious. This has been an active insurgency with many tentacles operating for many years, and this is why they're panicking. So we're seeing all these different things happening, and I believe that these are some of the initiatives and some of the things that the president is able to do, is willing to do, wants to do, and that's why they're panicking right now, because it really is a dismantling of their corrupt system that's been in place for so many years, most of our lives. And, uh, you know, probably for someone like me, my whole life and many people, Generation X is our whole life, you know. Uh, it's been going on 40, 50 years and uh, it's time to change. It's maybe been going on longer than that, really, honestly. Uh, if you think of the Fed, the Fed's been around for much longer than that. So uh, this is a corrupt system and the president is working to take it down. We need to be praying for him. And this is what we're up against. We know it's a spiritual battle between light and darkness. We know that's why the demons are manifesting. We know that's why people, uh, you know, that that like killing babies, they're freaking out. Uh, You know, those that are dark and and demonic, they're freaking out because it's a spiritual battle between light and darkness. And so let's continue to stand our ground, continue to pray for the president, continue to listen to to podcasts and information like this where we can be uh, together and and, and helping uh, sharpen each other and um, i'm just thankful that you tune in to today's remnant Godcast. god is on the move in our country and i believe uh, we're going to see him doing some amazing things in the midst of this all so stay tuned thank you for tuning in we love you guys and we bless you we'll be back tomorrow hello morning hello day feel like the sun is shining a little brighter today we're gonna Say my prayers and let us start my day Hello morning